Enter high slash low temp and log, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. The sun had already slid behind Shale Mountain when she arrived, though another hour of light remained. She set up her typewriter on a card table in the living room. The air was warm and dusty, heat still shimmered off the deck. Outside, with her feet on the railing, she enjoyed a small portion of her mother's bourbon until the mosquitoes found her. Another reason she'd hated the cabin. No comfortable place to settle in. A wicker loveseat was too hard. The built-in window seat was better, at least she could stretch out, but narrow and also hard, its cushion degraded from years of direct sun. She grabbed the top issue from a two-foot stack of New Yorkers, then couldn't stay awake. At eight, ignoring the thermometer and temperature log, she went to her usual room, the enclosed loft with an ultra-firm queen-size bed that nobody else would sleep on. The day's warmth had collected in a familiar stuffiness. She wrestled the window open along its corroded aluminum track. Wind soughed through the trees, bearing the scent of pine and mineral dust. The moon cast a blue glow. As a child, alone in this room, she'd often heard a distant chorus singing in the highest registers. She knew that the singing came from her own mind, that it was a response to silence, and often the prelude to a headache. She stretched out on the unforgiving bed and closed her eyes. There, at the very edge of hearing, far, far away, a thousand voices labored a cappella. And so it was, on the familiar roads, in her family's other home, with the blessings of those closest to her, that she veered off course into the woods. Morning brought still more reminders of why she'd hated the cabin. A panging headache, a weird gluey lethargy, small wheeling prisms in her vision. Her mother had attributed these symptoms to Cress's attitude, admittedly rotten. But Sylvia Hartley was off by a letter, as Cress had discovered camping in the Tetons and skiing in Utah. Anywhere above 6,000 feet, She was a poor adapter. She phoned Tilly in Pasadena at 7.40 a.m. My head's like an old hangover cartoon, she said, with little devils pitchforking my eyeballs. Why are you calling so early, said Tilly. The rates go up at eight. They got off the phone a minute before. Cress squinted at the clock. The thermometer hung on the porch sight unseen. She took three aspirin, then chopped carrots, onions, and celery, and made enough lentil soup for a week, possibly a lifetime. She stuffed a man's large red mitten with ice, and, stretching out on the window seat, placed it over her eyes. The aroma of the soup must have carried outside. The porch creaked and Cress lifted the mitten. A very large dog nosed the sliding glass door, as if waiting to be let in. She stood, too fast, setting the prisms into a frenzied whirl, and the creature, too, rose up on his hind legs. A bear. He stood like a man, his arms hanging, his head cocked, so that his long, whitened snout slanted upward against the glass. One eye, displeasingly small, yellowish, not intelligent, squinted in at her. The visible ear, round at the top and pinched at the stem, lent him a comical stuffed toy lock, He was definitely a he. In the sparser fur of the lower belly was a hairier, vertical thicket, with something stuck on it, 
A dry leaf, a bit of bark, his own crustiness. Perhaps overconfident of the thermopane, Cress moved closer. Her heart, which recognized danger, began to race. But when had she ever been this close? She knew from childhood admonitions, mustn't meet his eye. He was not a handsome or hygienic bear. No, his coat dirty, clumped, its dull brown bleached unevenly on the ends. His black nostrils quivered, steamed the glass, and slid against it in dark, shiny adhesions, leaving smears. The claws, translucent black crescents, looked like plastic. She moved closer yet, and he dropped back to all fours. Dog-like again, he lumbered down the steps, shoulders rolling. The whole cabin shuddered. She noticed then other smears, at the same heights, high and low, all along the sliding glass doors, the front set and the side ones.